Hi everybody, it's Steph. This is part two of Adventures in Daddy Land, and thank you to those who sent me some positive feedback on the first one. And uh, it's Saturday, 5 p.m. It is December the 27th today, and I suppose I have been a Daddles for just over a week now, and it's a uh, it's still wonderful. It's still magical. My heart doth overflow. It's funny, though. You know, it's in, this is interesting. I was talking about this with Christina yesterday. I feel, I mean, immense uh, attachment and, and devotion and worship of uh, my uh, glorious daughter. But the interesting thing is I don't actually feel a very strong sense of my daughter yet. I think it's because babies are... <laughs> let's say, not particularly gender-specific unless you're actually changing them. But I don't feel a strong sense of, you know, this is my daughter, flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. I don't feel a very strong sense of that. I do feel, you know, my baby and so on, although I have been, uh, you know, Christina says she's ours, and of course I agree with that, but I also like to think that uh, we're hers, right? Because <laughs> in terms of the authority relationship, that's actually how it seems to be going at the moment. As far as sleeping goes... Uh, the arrangement that the great Christina and I have worked out is, uh, well, actually, what she has sort of offered is that uh, she will take two of the night feedings, which gives me a chance for six or seven hours sleep. It's a little less than I normally need, but it's no problem, of course. And then what happens is during the day, in between feedings, Christina can have, you know, two-hour nap three or four times a day because I will then take the gorgeous Isabella, during uh, during the day, in between feeds. Uh, Isabella's now at about a pretty regular schedule of feeding every three hours. The feeding takes 45 minutes to an hour, because sometimes it's hard to get a table. And that uh, that gives Christina two hours at a stretch. So if, you, if she gets three of those in, uh, and then she also dozes a little bit at night, she's getting... I mean, it's not ideal, but she's getting eight hours, uh, seven to eight hours a day, though not continually, which I think is about as is about as good as good as it can be. And uh, the good thing about that arrangement is that uh, obviously I can take it during the day because I don't need to nap during the day because I'm getting a decent amount of sleep at night. But also, uh, it's very helpful because. You know, one of us has to drive, and you don't want to be driving on two hours of sleep, right? That's definitely, you know, with the whole family in the car, that's not good. So, uh, yesterday we went shopping um, and picked up some uh, some of the stuff, you know, nursing pillows and first baby toys and so on. And uh, it was interesting because on the way back, this is this is what I mean when I say that, that Isabella is a fantastic project leader for the Let's Keep Isabella Healthy and Happy project. She's an excellent participant in the family because what happened was we wanted to to drive home and uh, I guess her clothes were thicker or more bunched up or maybe one of us had inadvertently tightened the car seat. But Isabella uh, cried when we put her in the car seat and tightened it up and it did seem a little tight. So we were struggling with it in the car, but of course there's no room and no light and all that. So we ended up uh, taking her out of the car seat, putting her into Oh, sorry, taking the car seat out of the car and going off to the store where we bought the car seat from, which we, we were at a mall, so it wasn't so bad. And 
uh, we got some help so that now we can loosen the car seat uh, because it was kind of tight. We hadn't sort of figured out how to loosen the car seat straps and then put them back in. I put the, put Isabella in and then tighten them again. So we kind of put her in. And it was pretty tight. So uh, her crying uh, about the discomfort of the the car seat straps being a little too tight was fantastic because, of course, what it gave us was the opportunity to have them fit uh, better for her, which is, of course, what we want is, is her comfort. And so it actually makes things a lot easier and better now that she's had that complaint about what it is that we're doing. It's actually made it a whole lot better for um, for us to be able to... So that's what I mean in terms of giving us the kind of feedback that helps us to, to get what we want. So uh, that... I don't know if I'm sort of, I may be over explaining it, but I just think that's really important for when you have kids to recognize that when they're crying, they're really, 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 really trying to help you, trying to, to get you what you want, which is their comfort and happiness and security. So, uh, so that's wonderful. Um, she's, uh, she's growing a little, and you know what's interesting? <laughs> it makes me feel kind of emotional, but every time I think, every day I think of, uh, of, uh, of Isabella getting older, I think that's one day that she will never be that small again. And and that may <laughs> sound kind of odd, but that's a really moving thing to me as as a new parent, right? To to really savor, right? To really savor every day that um, that is occurring because they're not uh, they're not going to come back, right? She will never be she will never have a first week of life again. She will never be that small. Uh, that helpless and that dependent again. And that is really quite amazing. She's, I mean, she's getting very close to being able to actually put her thumb into her mouth. She, I can see her working, you know, it's trying to <laughs> trying to lever uh, these, these huge appendages to her around to, to do what she wants to do. And it is really just fascinating to see that. She's getting really close. So she will never... Uh, she will never pass this way again to be that small and helpless and dependent. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And it really does help me to really appreciate and enjoy uh, every day that I get to spend with her in this state. Already her face is, uh, is filling out because um, she's gaining about 100 grams a day at this point, which is exactly what she should be doing. So... Already her face is, is filling out, uh, her arms are getting stronger, her legs are getting stronger, her bowel movements are more consistent, and every day is, is, is never going to rewind itself. I'm never going to have a baby that new and small again, at least not her, right? We have another kid, so I don't know. But that is something that if you become parents, it, it's, uh, I'm guessing, uh, I can think that it would be easy to fall into this um, this sort of thing where the days are kind of a blur, you know, because I mean, you're half, you're up half the night, you're tired, and so on, right? So days. Are, but if you, if you remember, I don't, I don't mean to lecture parents. It's silly. I'm so new, right? But, um, but if you understand that they're never going to pass this way again and be this size and be this cute, and, well, of course they'll be cute in different ways, but they'll never be this way again every day that that passes, particularly at this age, right? Because there's such huge changes that occur at uh, at this age. So that's something to to remember, I think. Now, as far as activities go, this I guess there's been a minor graduation. Uh, she can. She's now s sleeping in a bassinet in a Moses basket, which she wasn't able to do for the first couple of days. 
Um, she's still not really sleeping in her crib. The way that she falls asleep is in Christina's breast or on my chest. Uh, those are the only two places that she really sleeps, and then we can put her into a bassinet after she falls asleep. And and that's nice, right? I mean, that's nice. Um, as, as I mentioned, right? I mean, it's not that she loves me. It's not that, that Isabella loves me. Because I mean, but 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 she bonds, right? And and acquiring the trust of a baby is. I don't think it's a small feat, and obviously it's very, very important to gain her trust, to be a secure source of, of comfort and, and happiness and fun for her, and affection and smiles and coos and kisses and all that. It's very important. I mean, it's essential, really, of course, to be to be that for her so that she feels comfortable and secure when I'm around and, and looks forward to my presence. And all, Because all of this, of course, is going to be the basis of authority in the future when that authority becomes necessary, which will be, of course, quite sometime from now and and um, you know hopefully will be i'm sure will be applied with a very light touch but uh love is the root of authority right in my in my strong opinion and so if i can't uh, if i can't get her affection I, I can't have any authority if if she doesn't like me uh, or prefer my presence let's say then i won't have any authority with her when she gets older so uh, it, that that aspect to me is very very important to, to gain to gain her trust insofar as to be a, a consistent source of, of pleasure and happiness and, and fun. So we've gotten to the point where, uh, as far as activities go, I mean, I've <laughs> developed a couple of little silly games with her, right, making smacking noises while slowly descending to kiss her cheek once on either side. And she does squirm in anticipation. I, <laughs> I hope fun. <laughs> we'll find out when she gets older. Brings a lawsuit against me for eating her cheeks. But... Um, so those kinds of repetitive games I'm doing, you know, where I kiss her uh, uh, hands and then she opens her hands and I kiss her fingertips, that is um, something else that uh, we're sort of getting the hang of. And I'm trying to, you know, trying to get that repetitive cause and effect thing going, I think is very important. Uh, holding her up to windows because she's fascinated by light and the play of light and dark on blinds and, and curtains and so on. Holding her up to that, I think, is, is, is very important and helpful for her. Um, she's uh, gotten to the point where she can lie on my chest uh, on her back while I hold, we bought a big fairy tale book, which is very colorful, and I hold that up above her. I'm not following along with the text, so it won't really mean anything to her, but I'm reading the fairy tales uh, to her, and uh, she seems to really enjoy that. She calms down when that occurs. She's very focused and alert when that is occurring, so that is uh, something, that's sort of another activity that uh, activity. I mean, I really enjoy it, but that's another activity. Uh, singing to her, of course, is, is I think, very important. So I can sit with my knees up, and I can prop her up against my knees uh, so that her head is just below my knees, and I can play with her feet or play with her hands, and uh, I can sing to her. And one of the things that I'm trying to, uh, to get her to understand, which I'm sure she already does, is, you know, if I'm singing a song like uh, All Shook Up or something, which has a really regular kind of rap-like beat, then I will um, move my legs in time with the music so she gets a sense that language and rhythm uh, and, and language has a reference to the physical world, right? So that when she hears the words of the song and she feels the movement beneath her that's in rhythm with the words, that words mean things, right? Or words and matter have, have an effect. And again, <laughs> I've tried explaining to this over and over, but she's not quite there yet. But so little things like that uh, I think are important. But for the most part, it's around just smiling at her and um, and, and playing with her and and uh, showing her various <laughs> various things, so that's uh, that's sort of the next uh, the next thing that's been been occurring for me 
as a father, and as, as I mentioned in a recent podcast, um, making sure that uh, I am remaining an effective and positive co-parent for Christina, right? That Christina is is really happy with the way that uh, things are working out in terms of our co-parenting. Uh, that's really, really important to me. And of course, reminding my wife that I, and I, I love her even more, and she's even sexier than she was before, because you know, <laughs> the sex cause and effect has had a pretty strong correlation for us, and uh, uh, so she's even sexier and, and it's earthier, right, to 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 see her, uh, because uh, she's you know, mother of my child, and it's all too beautiful for words. So, uh, so the reminding her of how attractive and, and sexy and how much I love her and all of that, I think, is really really important, and. I think it's really important, or at least I found it to be really important as well, to to make sure that the emotions flow because it's such a it's such a big transition that um, it's easy to get lost in the details and not to look at the big picture of you know this beautiful, healthy life that we have summoned from the fruits of our loins <laughs> into our lives. It's very easy to get into the details and the diaper changes and, and uh, you know pee-pees all over you <laughs> like that. She. It's it's easy to forget that big picture stuff, and whenever I remember the big picture, um, it is uh, uh, it, it is is very moving to me. I mean, it's very emotional. It's very beautiful. It's very uh, it, it makes me weepy just to even even think about what a wonderful gift uh, that this uh, child's life is, and to to. Uh, Christina, I mean, as usual, Christina is is, is more passionate than I am, uh, and more openly expressed with her emotions than I am, and so just remembering to keep my heart open and uh, uh, to 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 give eye contact with with Isabella that is more than just you know the staring contest, but to tell her how much I love her, how happy I am that she's in my life, and if I feel emotional, just to smile through the tears and to keep that. A deep eye contact with her, I think, is going to be uh, is going to be very important. I'd really like her to grow up to not be afraid of eye contact. You know, in the way that that most people are sort of nervous about eye contact. I'd really like Isabella to not feel nervous about that. You know, we used to do these exercises in theater school where eye contact would be made and held, and everybody got kind of freaked out. So I'd like her to feel less nervous about eye contact than. Um, than I did growing up in England. Nobody ever looks at you anyway. Right? <laughs> that's what hats are for. So, so that's the um, uh, the other aspects of, of fatherhood that I thought might be uh, of interest to you. And I'm obviously going to try and keep these podcasts short. And uh, please let me know if this stuff is of help uh, or of use to you. And uh, uh, thank you again so much for the gift of being able to spend so much time with my uh, daughter. Uh, it is a, a true gift, and uh, it is your support of what we're doing, of what I'm doing, that that uh, has made it possible. So thank you, thank you so much.